Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. We've had a few technical difficulties, so I'm sorry for not posting. Trying to uh, fix the computer. I think we've got this handled now. And so I will try recording this for about the fourth time. We are in Genesis, all the way up to chapter 29, where Jacob <clears throat> has gone on his journey to his mother's homeland to meet his uh, uncle and cousins. And uh, so his mother's brother. And he has gotten there and and found that he's in the right place. And we're going to pick up here in verse 13 where, um, where Rachel um, yeah, where Rachel is um, going to take her back to his uh, his to her father. So I've done this four times. <laughs> this is hard. Anyway, all right. Let me just start reading, and and then we'll maybe my brain will catch back up or figure out where I'm at. As soon as Laban, this is verse thirteen of chapter twenty nine in Genesis. As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Jacob told Laban all these things, and Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my kinsman, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the oldest was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. Jacob loved Rachel, and he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to any other man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, that I may go into her, for my time is complete. So Laban gathered together all the people of the place and made a feast. And that's the end of verse 22. We'll stop right there and pick up on verse 23 next time. So, what are you focused on? So Jacob here, now a lot of times I know that I used to think about Jacob and in this story and think Jacob was probably maybe in his early 20s, maybe even an older teenager, going going away from home like a college student kind of thing, right? And then that uh, Rachel would have been uh, young like him or in that age bracket too. But it turns out that, that Jacob is actually around 77 years old when he starts this journey or thereabout. And we don't know uh, what Rachel's age is, but she's probably not real young. And this description of Leah and her would lean toward them being maybe getting past the age of being women that you would marry. And that's not a, that's not saying they were really old, but that they were older. Leah's eyes were fading. And not as pleasing to your eyes as well. Is is two different ways you could take that, but that's that's right there. But here's what I want us to focus on 
today. It, one is I want us reading, we should be reading God's word, right? And getting into it and and seeing what is there for us to know about God and what he's about. So he's he's got a plan. He is working a plan. He has a vision and he is going to work it through to the end. That is what's going on here. Regardless of the ups and downs and the sin nature of man. Now, here's Jacob who has a plan. Seven years. I will work for seven years for this woman that I have fallen in love with, who is his cousin, by the way. But that was okay back in those days. And so he is in love with her, wants to marry her, and is willing to work seven years and does. And now he says, okay, tonight's tonight. I should get her tonight. And his future father-in-law, his uncle, <laughs> says, sure, and plans this big party. Now, what are you focused on? What can you do for seven years to get yourself to a place where you can accomplish X? For Joseph, I mean, for Jacob, it was to get Rachel. It was to earn the right to marry and to marry Rachel. So what is your vision? What is your focus? Regardless of your stage of life. So I'm feeling pretty young knowing now that Jacob was 77. And I'm thinking, all right, maybe I got some steam left in me. And where am I going to be seven years from now, 14 years from now, 21 years from now? If the Lord tarries, if the Lord allows me to live that long, I ought to have some kind of plan, right? And so that's what's really hitting me here. Not so much some of the other things. A lot of you know the story as it continues, and we'll get to that. But really the focus here that it wasn't uncommon for men to trade for someone's for a man's daughter so they can marry them, whether it was time, like Jacob is doing here, or other things. So this is not uncommon for the culture they're in and, and but but for us to think about what are we focused on? What is our goal? What is our end goal and what we're doing right now? So I pray that uh, part of that is building a relationship with God and growing in your understanding of of His Word and building His kingdom. If you're married and loving your spouse, learning how to love and respect your spouse better, today than you did yesterday. If you're a parent, being a better parent today than you were yesterday, what's a step you can take today so that tomorrow is even better? If And then whatever your career is, you're studying, what, are you, what can you do today to make tomorrow even better? And how can you make yourself better today so tomorrow you're even better? Right? So God bless you guys. Hope you have a great day. And we'll post this immediately. And then try again tomorrow. God bless.